provide you the time to introduce yourself to all of us and uh, have a few choice words for us. I appreciate it. I'll just tell you the two groups I've talked to today will tell you that an introduction for me is like an hour. So I'm going to try to shorten it up. I'll, I'll respect your time. Uh, as Mr. Wilkes said, my name is Darrell Coleman. I've, I've uh, been in a lot of places. I, I started out teaching in Tescott, then moved to Hillsboro, which is closer to my hometown. I grew up in Canton. I graduated from Canton Gallup, married my high school sweetheart, went to Emporia State. But while we were in Hillsboro, I just got an administration degree, decided I needed to use it. I'd spent a lot of money getting it. So we moved to Buckland, Kansas. And, and if you've ever been on Highway 54, uh, you've probably gone through Buckland or at least by it. And, and that was a shock for my wife. Because my wife has lived in central Kansas and northwest Missouri. And when we got to Pratt and there were no more trees, she almost <laughs> told me to turn around. So we lived in Buckland while her son grew up. He graduated, um, moved on to, I told her dad when we moved out there, because they were living in St. Joe, Missouri at that time, I said, we'll move closer to the next job I take. So the next job I took was eight miles east. We moved to Mullenville, and it was eight miles closer. It was 16 miles closer round trip. I told him, you know, I've saved 15 minutes of your life right there. Um, we, I helped consolidate that district with Greensburg into what's now Kiowa County. So I literally worked myself out of a job. Uh, my, my wife didn't necessarily enjoy that, but I worked myself out of a job. Luckily, got one in Seneca. They had, they had told me when I interviewed in January that Probably in five or six years they would talk about consolidation. So that was one of the reasons why they liked that I had this experience. I wasn't as thrilled as they were because if you've lived through consolidation, you're not as thrilled about going through it again. But I got the job in January and started in July, and I've told the groups that on July 7th or 8th, somewhere around there, I had my first joint board meeting with the other district, and on November we consolidated. They voted and passed it. And so I went from one job that I'd worked myself, and my wife looked at me and she says, if you if you don't keep this job through consolidation, I'm never going to forgive you because we were close to her mom and dad at that time, and, and I had worked out of one of the jobs. Luckily for me, uh, through consolidation, I didn't upset enough people, and, and they kept me on since then. But, uh, so I've been through that change, and, and right now in our lives, we're, we're at a point where we're empty nesters, and, and, and I like challenges. And, and, and so when I look at El Dorado, El Dorado is not Seneca, Kansas. Okay? We, we might have some similarities. I think the community support is one we have uh, similar. Our community has been very supportive and partnerships that, that we've developed, like the partnerships that have been developed in this district, I think are awesome. Um, some of the differences are diversity is whether you're a practicing Catholic or non-practicing Catholic. 85% of our, of our community is, is Catholic. In a 227-square-mile district, we have four church parishes. And, and you, know, you want to talk about consolidation. Consolidating the schools was hard. <laughs> consolidating church parishes. So I, I'm, I'm not Catholic, so the priest and I got to be really good friends uh, and, uh, because I needed their help. You know, because bringing those groups together was, was a big obstacle to overcome. Because people were worried about how it might affect their church um, as we close buildings and, and things like that. Um, but I, I'm looking, you know, so it's about different challenges. And so I love all the pros that, that the district like El Dorito offers. But there's the challenges too, and I, I kind of look forward to it. You know, the, whatever those are, and I have my outside perception of what those are, but that may not be the reality. I've told the groups that. I mean, 
I mean, until you live in a district, you, you really don't. You, it's just what you read and the demographics you read. But whatever they are, um, I didn't realize it was as square miles wise as small as it was. I didn't think I'd ever go smaller than 227 square miles, but I'm going to, I guess. And, and then again, like for us, it's moving home. You know, Central Kansas is where my wife and I, we want to live. Um, you know, we've enjoyed our time amongst all the other places we've lived, but home is Central Kansas. And, and so um, that, that, that's a big appeal for us. But again, I just, you've got a lot going on. The, the new buildings and, and all the facilities are so awesome. The community obviously supports, but now you've got to give some bang for your buck. And, and so I'm looking forward to showing that that investment is going to pay off in whatever we decide successful students look like. That, that's something that I can't decide myself. It takes everybody teachers and community and, and business partnerships. That's been a big thing that I've pushed uh, in my current district. We do what's called school business connections. And so we take our students out to the local businesses, everything from mom and pop garage to the largest employers in our district. And we let them tell them, because we can sit and tell kids all day, this is what employers are looking for. And we'll tell them the same thing they hear, but they hear it from the actual person who's going to do the hiring. And they want to move home. We, we wanted to stop the brain drain. For so many years, we convinced our brightest kids to move away. And then we decided, you know what? I was guilty of that with my own son. I was like, you never want to live in Buckley. You're better than that. Get smart. <coughs> Go out and he, he did that. Now, we don't live there anymore. He lives in downtown Kansas City, but that's, he, he would love to live in Southwest Kansas. He just can't do what he's doing in Southwest Kansas. Um, but we, in Seneca, we decided we wanted to stop that brain drain and we wanted to bring kids back. And we have a community that supports that and industry and some jobs and things like that. And we're starting to see that. We're seeing our 30-somethings move home. What, what, what typically is happening in Seneca is you go out, you get a job, you live in a big city, whatever that is. Everybody's definition of big city is different. People in Seneca would tell you that El Dorado is a big city. Um, uh, you know, people in Bern will tell you Seneca's a big city. So, but you know, the, go out and live that life. But when you have a child, move home, raise your kids in our town, take them to our school. We'll turn them into the great people just like you are and successful like you are. And we're starting to see some of that. In, in my nine years there, we, we've started to see that trend turn around. Um, my board is made up of Four of the, of the seven members are graduates of our school district, one form or another. you got to understand consolidation, we've got multiple school districts we can count. And we count Burn, even though they're not officially in our district, that's where all the Burn kids went, is to Seneca. Um, that's a, one of the bragging points we have. When they closed Burn, they didn't go to the school they were supposed to, they came to us. Um, and, and, and so they, they, they're the type, two of them are young and they've moved home. Uh, and they want to raise their family there. And, and that's what I think we, we want to do in Elderman. We, we want to make it a community where we grow, but not only that, we grow with people coming home and making our community a better community.